Good to see everybody today. Got some new faces in the room. And we got a lot of people online who watch us online. And um, I'm going to start today by giving you three tools. Okay? Three tools. Because today what we're covering is skills that pay the bills. Skills that pay the bills. And one of the skills, this is like a little bonus material before I get into what's in your handouts. One of the number one skills you can produce is the skill to get a person to take an action. How many of you, how many of you see people every day that struggle to get a person to make a decision? And you got to ask yourself, why is making a decision so hard? Why do people stress so much about it? I mean, have, all of us know that we made bad decisions before, yes or no? Yes. Okay. And and the, the regret of making a bad decision uh, is what causes us not to want to make a decision. Okay? Like, I'm, I did a bad deal. Like, I put $50,000 into an investment in Texas into a technology company that a guy that was 74 years old that was managing $6 billion told me, I guarantee you'll 30 times the investment on this. He's managing $6 billion. He said, I personally am putting $450,000 into it. He said, coach, it's a no-brainer. I put $50,000 into it, thinking, okay, 50,000 times 30. <laughs> okay, and then I set in on one board meeting. And I said, they have no idea how to sell this whatsoever. None, zero. So they created a technology that is cyber, a cybersecurity technology. And it was a great product that they didn't know how to sell. And it took me all of one meeting to go, I will never see that 50000 again, <laughs> right? But what he told me, hey, I'm putting 450000 of my own money. It's a lot, coach, 30 times, I guarantee it. This is a guy who's been investing other people's money for years successfully. And sure enough, I have never seen $1 from that $50,000. It's basically like just throwing it out the window. So uh, I'm reading a book right now called The Power of Regret by Dan Pink. Dan Pink, the reason I was attracted to Dan Pink initially was because he wrote a book called Drive. And it's similar to what I talk about in Pray Drive and Flip the Switch. Have you read that book yet? Okay. So, so it's similar to what I'm talking about in Flip the Switch, but he said there were three main drivers for people, purpose, mastery, and autonomy. And it, so, so he kind of got me interested in what really drives people, right? And he, so he writes this book called The Power of Regret. And he's basically saying that not all regret is bad. How many of you have been told you want to live your whole life with no regrets, right? Okay. What, he, what he's saying in that book is that regret can actually be good if it causes you to change your behavior. So if you really screw something up enough, if you really drop the ball enough, if you really, right, like me, making that $50,000 investment into something I knew nothing about, by the way, cybersecurity, what it'll actually do is cause you to change. Okay? And so he's saying that there's all these studies about regret, and it's actually not always a bad thing. Now, if you read that and you compare it with uh, uh, Bonnie Rare, Bronnie Ware, she wrote a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying. 
And she basically asked people in the last 12 weeks of their life what they regret the most. And, and it's interesting because men and women regretted similar things. But one of the things they both regretted was I lived my whole life for somebody else. And I never really did what I wanted to do. Never really became what I wanted to become. Okay. I was always doing this. So he talks about, I'm going to tie all this into helping a person make a decision. Because when you're trying to get a person to make a decision, which is a skill that you need in today's economy. Okay. Because Brandon may need to help a person make a decision to do a mortgage, even when they say the rates are high, right? And he's got to convince them that it's okay. You can do this today. Let me tell you why this is okay to do this today. But here's what they're doing. They're sitting around and they're so freaked out and scared that they just don't do anything. So when people are scared, what do they do? They fight, they flee, or they freeze. That's what they do. Okay. So he talks about two types of regrets that I actually use in the sales cycle when I'm selling people. Okay, so when I'm talking to a person and they cannot make a decision to invest in themselves, okay, I say, number one, you ain't invested in me, you're invested in you. And I cannot help you do anything until you commit to something, right? Now, you're going to have to do the work. I'm not going to do the work for you. I'm going to show you how to do it. It's your job to go do it. And the people that go do it get results and the people that don't, don't, right? And I can't even guarantee what kind of results you get. Some people I coach are going to get 1,500% results. Some people are going to get 20% results. Some people are going to get 30% results. Okay? But, there's, but I say there's two types of regrets. There's one, and you can use this. There's one, which is what we call if-only regrets. If only I would have taken action. If only I would have done something. If only I would have got off the bench. If only I would have been in the game. If only I would have done this, 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 and this. See that? This is a regret you don't want, right or wrong. Okay? It's like, man, I, I could have done it. I should have done it. I was capable of doing it, but I didn't do it. And, and there's one thing for sure between top performers and average performers that the top performers take a lot more action than average performers do. And they make mistakes. They make more, more mistakes than other people do because they take, take a lot more action than other people do. So this is one regret that people have, but here's the, another way to think about it. At least, at least I gave it a shot. At least I tried. At least I was in the game. So when I'm talking to a person on the phone and they're thinking about doing something and it's something they've been wanting to do for a long time, like sign up for coaching or get better or say, oh, I say, look, man, there's two types of things we can talk about here. You can be a person that says, if only I'd have done this, Right. Or you can be a person that says, man, at least I gave it a shot. Now, which one do you think is going to give you a better chance of winning? See, this is a way to create tension when a person is thinking. OK, now you guys saw the new uh, car I got up there, that new the fancy way to say it's my buck. I used to say Maybach because I'm from Woodbury. And uh, right, Tabitha. <laughs> But I had three cracked windshields in the G-Wagon. Every time I got on the interstate, the windshield cracked because of the way the windshields were made. So every time a little pebble, and in Tennessee, we have a lot of rock. So when you get on the interstate, it's kicking off rock. And every single time I got on the interstate, I had a cracked windshield. And every time I got a cracked windshield, guess who I had to call, Roy? My insurance person. And it was $4,000 in windshield. So you got this vehicle that's incredibly expensive that you can't drive on the interstate because every time you drive it, the windshield cracks.
which takes it out of commission for a week. And I got to take it down and I got to call an insurance claim. I got to get a whole new windshield. And although it was beautiful and I loved it, I'm like, I can't keep doing this. Like the utility of this is ridiculous. So I knew I needed a different car. And I knew exactly what I wanted. And I went down there to get it. And I still struggle for three or four hours to make this decision. I would just sit there and go, oh my gosh, man, I love this G-Wagon. Like all I ever wanted was a G-Wagon. Now I'm going to get, is it going to drive as good? Is it, is it going to be as nice? Is it going to be as good? Gonna, you, you understand where I'm going with this. And the sales guy said to me, this is a much better vehicle for you based on what you're trying to do. Trust me, you're going to love it. I'm telling you, you want to work, you want to ride, you want to do these things. This is specifically made. There is not a car in the world made more for you, coach, than what you're trying to do than this one. I'm sitting there going, I used to sell me this car, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I drove it home the first day, and then I drove it the second day, and I told my wife, I said, man, this car is 100 times better than that other car. You with me? It's like I can't wait to get in it and drive it because of how good it drives. You follow me? And it's the same as far as cost to what the G-Wagon was. So, so my point is, but look at how scared I was. I still fretted over that decision. Now, how many of you have ever... Scared was scared to death to make a decision. Then you made it, and it was ten times better than what you had. And you just had to have enough guts to do that, make the decision. Yes. Okay. This happens all the time. I remember Tommy when I lived over there. Where, where was it? Over in that other subdivision, we Puckett Station. And I loved that house. I designed that house. And then we were going over to Sanctuary Place. And I I remember sitting on my back patio and crying, literally crying, like I can't leave this house. Like I designed this house. This is, this is, I love this house. And I remember Tommy saying to me, what is wrong with you? Like the house you're going to is a hundred times better than the house you're living in. Right. And I remember being scared to death to leave that house. And I went over to the new house and I remember calling him about literally a week later saying, it's a hundred times better. You with me? This is how we think about decisions. How many of y'all think like this? You're scared to death to invest in something. You're scared to death to take an action. And so it, it w- can we all agree that one skill is getting a person, giving the, a person enough courage to make a decision? Yes or no? Truth is that guy Mercedes was right. This car is better than that. Car. The truth is Tommy was right. The house I live in now is a hundred times better than the house I did live in. But I was still scared to make these decisions. Well, right now, when you have a, a, a tough economy, and you and you're and you have people out there watching the news and everybody's freaking out. They're scared to death to do one thing, which is make a decision. So you got to be good enough. You got to have a skill to say to override that and say, look, two, two things you can do here, man. You can sit here and, and we can be talking about this a year from today and you'll be an if only person or you can you can move forward because this can help you get better. <laughs>